Over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 13 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com. Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Good morning, everybody. On a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning. You're tuned in to every Arizona homeowner's happy place, Rosie on the House. We've been voted Arizona's number one homeowner resource for 14 years in a row. For good reason, because we screen hard every single contractor we refer. Now, no matter what you're thinking about doing at your house, home, castle, or cabin, no matter where your house, home, castle, or cabin is located, as long as it's in the state of Arizona, chances are I've been to that neighborhood. Chances are I've tried what you were already going to try. Give me a ring and let me put my 48 years of Arizona home building and remodeling experience to work for you. You join the conversation this morning by dialing one 767 Give me the privilege of allowing me to try and help you out. Let's see if we can't do that. Uh, lines are open now at one 767 You've got a project you want to try and tackle. Uh, maybe you've got a couple proposals for something you've already uh well, we're contemplating, and you want to compare the proposals line item by line item. We can do that. You'll ask your question here on air, and you will help me. I'll help you by answering your question, and you'll help all the rest of the Arizona homeowners listening by answering the question, asking and getting the answer posted. So we put all those questions and answers on our website, rosieonthehouse.com. It's one of the things we do to earn the right to be called your best friend. The other thing we do is we post a lot of videos on YouTube to our Rosie channel. We're now at over 20,000 minutes a month, and we'll be posting some new ones here shortly. If you'd like to subscribe to that channel, subscribe to it, and every time we cut a new video, you'll be delivered that video automatically. So you'll have a, you'll have a written encyclopedia at rosieonthehouse.com and you'll have a video tutorial archived library at Rosie on the House YouTube and then the calendars Romy's calendars are like man is the ink dry yet they just rolled off the press we got them delivered this week, so we'll be mailing that out. If you have requested one in the past, uh, we, we will be sending that out this week. So we're excited. Uh, that'll be the sixth edition, and it's uh, kind of a preview and layout of the things we'll be talking about throughout the course of the year and during the broadcast and also uh, weekly maintenance items just to keep up with the ongoing maintenance of our home to keep everything in good order. And uh, our, a lot of our partners... We've got opportunities in there for them to put in different calls to action. So you, there's a lot of things in there that will save you money. If you uh, need your windows washed, uh, ClearCo's got four panes of glass free with the whole house package. Pella's got incredible uh, offer on uh, 0% interest for 48 months. So there's a lot of different things that uh, as you need to do things on your home, you can reference that calendar and you know, save, you, save you a little money along the way. It's a calendar. 
It's filled with home maintenance tips and suggestions, and it comes loaded with coupons. It's a moneymaker for you. That's how we put it together so we could become your best friend. And it does have the annual uh, an, an, an annual updated referral directory for all of our contractors. Of course, you can go online and get them at any time, uh, but it's got a, a hard copy as well, so that'll save you time from having to go find that. Uh, the contractor, if you know, at the point you need one, you can just reference the back of the back of the calendar. Don't there even have go. to log on. You know, one of the other things we do uh, for you, the Arizona homeowner, is we send a subscription newsletter out every Thursday, telling you what the show is going to be about on Saturday. And this hour in particular, we're talking about the topic of smart home. We would love. Any of you that have tried smart technology to call us and give us a testimonial, did it deliver to what your expectations were? Was it easy to install? Was it something you installed yourself? Or did you have to ask your nephew or your grandson to do it or granddaughter? Uh, curious about your experience with smart home technology. We'll be talking a little bit about it uh, uh, in, in this half hour. In the next half hour, we're going to be talking about security systems in particular and the smart technology that has been introduced into that aspect. Um, I'm really not the gadget guru at the Romero house. Um, when I know I've got to replace electronic equipment, I mean, I have the same electronic. Just a month ago, I ran into a guy that at one time I, we, we did quite a bit of business together. You may know him. His name was Buzz Jensen, and he had several locations in Maricopa County called Buzz Jensen Sound Advice. And about 1992, I bought a sound around system complete for my living room. And I told Buzz, I said, Buzz, I've got all, it's 30 years old, I've got all that equipment still in my house, because I don't want to go through the learning curve of figuring out a new remote. But we did add the Sonos bars to the to the garage in our workout room. Yes, that's, we did. That's do that. pretty slick. We I did like do that, that a lot. Can you remember the first um, movie we watched with the kids with Sound Around? I still remember the first movie. No, it apparently made a big impression on you. It was Braveheart. Oh, <laughs> and you were and, in the battle. Oh man, and that sound of the yeah. rushing horses were coming from the back of the room, and we were all looking at each other like, "Wow, man, this is cool." So I know that was one of the first ones that made a big impression on me. So I'm really not the smart home expert. Gen Jennifer is the smart home expert. I, I mean, can, I, I can read directions, but it's not like I, I like it. Yeah, that's <laughs> why a, I'm not the smart home person. We have a dish uh, box that's expiring, and the picture just keeps getting worse and worse. And we had the new one to put in, but I'm just I just know it's going to take me a while to get it done. So. I'll, I promise this weekend I'll put yeah, it in We've for been us. doing a bit of traveling. I'll get in there next week and get that put in for you, honey. I promise. <laughs> but I installed a ring uh, doorbell. I was so impressed with myself. I'm about ready to rip that thing off the wall. How come? Every time a dog or a hiker or a walker or a jogger or a, or chicken, a bicycle or, or, a a chicken, or a chicken or a rooster <laughs> that, that lives next door walks in the street, ping, 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 you're pinged. I've tried every setting I know to to fix that thing and, and desensitize it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I know 
those services have come in kind of handy in a lot of neighborhood situations. So we're here to answer your question, one 767 4348 We do have a call coming in from Tom in Mesa. Let's see if we can take Tom to get the show started. one 767 4348 There's an open line for you if you'd like to dial in right now. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Rosie. Thank you for taking my call. Well, you bet. I have a, I, a house that was built in 68. It's a masonry house, very well built, in excellent condition. Ow, oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, yes, perfect. Yeah, uh, but it, it has uh, heat lamps in the, in, in the two bathrooms, and I'm wondering if it's safe to use them. My neighbors kind of say it isn't, but I don't know. Well, and you think they're original vintage? Uh, I, my guess is yes. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Well, the, and they, and they, are they in the shower location, Tom? They're in not, not, a, not directly above the shower, but they're, they're, you know, they're, they're near it. There's no reason in the world I wouldn't use it. Okay. No reason in the world. So, uh, use your heat lamp. Uh, some of, some of those now, in 68, we probably weren't putting those on GFI-protected uh, circuits. Uh, if uh-huh. you have an electrician that gets out to the house to take care of anything else, you might ask him to verify if that bathroom and that heat lamp are G- GFCI-protected. Uh, that might be the only extra precaution I'd take. But uh, the fact that it's not directly in the shower, it's out of the bathroom area, and uh, I don't know. On mornings like this morning, a little heat lamp in that bathroom feels pretty good. Yeah, the heat <laughs> yeah. lamp is it? Uh, is it a coil lamp or is it one of those bulb lamps? It's one of those bulb things. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Good old sixties. Yeah, that's right. Good old sixties. That's right. But I, 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 there's no reason I wouldn't use it, Tom. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I appreciate it. All right. Well, congratulations. How long have you been in the home? I've been in the, at home for a couple of years. Okay. Well, you well you bought a good one. You know, I tell people all the time that are looking for homes, I say, look, if if I were just moving to Arizona and I know and I knew coming into Arizona what I've learned being here since 1966, I'd I'd be looking for a couple things. I'd want a house that's in a neighborhood that's serviced by natural gas just cuz that's my personal preference. I'd want a masonry home because uh, I don't like maintenance. And, and I would buy one in as close to original condition as possible so I wouldn't be subject to the abomination of work that was done by flippers in 08, 09, 10, 11, 12, and 13. And I, if I could be king for a day, I would, it's, it's industry standard that on every real estate transaction, you have a home inspection done. I think the home inspections should include a permit verification at the city. Those are all on record. You can find out if any permits were ever pulled to do work at your house. I would do that before I bought or offered any money on any home. Back at Rosie on the House, talking smart home and smart home technology. Second half hour, we'll be talking about security systems in particular with Jared Wright of Techno Security Systems. But let's see if we can answer a few more 
questions coming in by the phone. There are open lines if you'd like to jump on. one 767 Good morning, Roberto. Oh, hey, good morning, uh, Rosie. Uh, can you hear me okay on myself? Yes, sir. I can hear you fine. Oh, that's great. Well, happy holidays. Yes. Uh, First-time caller. Okay. I got a question about uh, an air handler. It's uh, original to me. I'm in uh, the Arrowhead Ranch area, and it's going on about, uh, what, uh, 23, 24 years old. Uh, I'm planning ahead to when it gives out, but uh, the air handler unit is in the attic. My access point is in the hallway, and it's a small access point. So uh, how are we going to replace that, or how would they how would they take that out? Uh, is my question. In pieces, it it literally comes out in pieces. Uh, and Roberto, I'm going to tell you that if I were you, I would look into this sooner rather than later, because uh, Mr. President Joe Biden's uh, Inflation Reduction Act that passed about five weeks ago has some incredibly generous benefits for air conditioning uh, upgrades and replacements. Uh, Some of the rules apply to this year. Some of the rules apply to next year. But it is significant savings. So I would would look into it right away, and you can certainly go to rosieonthehouse.com. We've got three air conditioning and heating specialists that operate right in your neighborhood. Give them a call. Get a, get a couple quotes, take a look at them, see see who you're most comfortable dealing with. I can give you a personal assurance. Any of the three of them will do you a great job. And the other thing about replacing air conditioning equipment that most people don't realize or, or, or they're surprised to find out is the air conditioning equipment in the last 10 years has become so efficient that just putting a new unit on your house and not changing anything else don't change uh, your supercooling. Don't change the temperature. Don't change your lifestyle. Don't add insulation. Don't put sunscreens on. Don't add ceiling fans. Just replace your air conditioner, and your summer cooling bills are going to go down by about 20 to 25%, just with the new high-efficiency equipment that they've been rolling out and installing for the last 10 years. It's a big surprise for a lot of people. It's a big surprise for me when we put our new units on right after the hailstorm of 2011. Our units now are 11 years old, but uh, didn't change anything else except new upgraded equipment, and our bills went down. I was tickled to death. So we're talking smart home technology. That's part of smart home is how much more efficient, you know. Or being smart enough to design it so you have access to move your equipment yeah, out yeah, of the, yeah, that, <laughs> where that. it's located. There are companies in town that have reputations for being chainsaw heavy, just going up and cutting out the rafters <laughs> to replace the units instead of... Uh, Surely we can make this easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you send the air conditioning guy up there to look at the equipment, you hear a chainsaw, get him out of the attic as soon as possible. <laughs> Not appropriate tool for the job. You know, and the registrar of contractors, Mr. Jeff Fleetham, talks about it all the time, that it's, that it's more than construction trades right now. It's building sciences, and it is. The things are getting – we don't build them like we used to, and we're getting so much more sophisticated and alert to new technologies, protocols, strategies, tactics, products, that it really is a building science. 
And the smart home is a part of that. And the smart home technology began to get rolled out about the late 90s. A smart house being sponsored by the National Association of Home Builders was one of the biggest features in the annual home show convention that they were holding. And people were just enchanted with all of the things that were going to become automated. And there was a time where we even experimented with an automatic trash can that could tell you what was being thrown away so that it would add a grocery list to what you have. But it never could figure out a couple things I was throwing away. It never once figured out duck gizzards. Not once. (laughs) It never figured out shrimp tails. So, it's not so smart. You know, it, you know, it wasn't so smart as it thought it was. That's it it for, never talked back to you to say, with yeah, that shrimp, you can make stock. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and that's right, yeah. You can make a good rice dress. That, that, that shrimp tail has a lot of life left in it. You better put that in a pot and boil it some down. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so we've experimented with a few little gadgets here and there. Uh, but uh, we've never become real participants. We've never really jumped in it. My exposure to it in the 90s and early 2000s, you you almost need an electronic engineering degree to figure this stuff out. As the equipment rolled out and evolved, it did get much simpler. Now to the point where there are many smart home technology pieces and components that you can buy, self-install, buy the app for it, but I'm not a fan of that. I am not a fan of buying individual components, loading your phone with individual apps. If I'm going to have a smart home, I'm going to have one central brain. And I only have to learn how to do that. A big component of that is having enough Wi-Fi power in your home, too. So if you've tried a couple and you find your Wi-Fi struggling, you might need to check in on that and see, you know, check with like whoever your carrier is. You can upgrade your your um, service for faster internet and and i'm not even a fan of having it wi-fi activated maybe wi-fi uh backup or cell backup but i like mine hardwired well let's find out about absolutely hardwired and we are we're going to find out with jared right after this beautiful day like this that music just makes me want to jump in that sanderson ford and run down some arizona back road there's a reason sanderson ford is known no matter where you go as america's best ford dealership and they're located right here in the great state of arizona family owned and operated 65 years on 65 acres new and used vehicles you can order your Ford, your way. No deposit required. No markups. No hassle. It is it is the car buying experience you had always dreamed was available and possible somewhere. Well, it is. And it's available at Sanderson Ford. And if you get there in the next week or two, Operation Santa Claus is going full speed right now. Bring a toy 
and leave it in the showroom. You'll see a pile of toys that are piling up. There's this pile of toy toys piling up at our office underneath the Christmas tree that we're going to deliver over there. Operation Santa Claus. It's just one of the just one of the many ways Sanderson Ford continually gives back to the community. A car buying experience like you have never had before, unless you've bought at Sanderson Ford. Go give them a try. 51st Avenue, just south of Glendale. Our topic for this hour is turning your home into a smart home. And we've got a guest, Rosie on the House Certified Partner, Jared, with Techna Security and Home Automation is joining us on the line to talk through uh, the basics. Jared? Morning, guys. Hey, there he is. Morning, Jared. All right. Well, you know, you know uh, the the topic we're covering here. Uh, your specialty, in particular, is security systems, and as it applies to smart home technology, a lot of that technology has invaded the security system. Is there any of it we should be particularly aware of, or is there any of it we should be particularly leery of? So, Rosie, my two cents on it is exactly what you were talking about in the previous segment. You're really going to get the full value and enjoyment out of it when you're not going out and buying a smart lock and then separately buying a smart thermostat and then separately buying a smart light. Let me give you one example of what can happen when you integrate properly. So with us at the security company, we do monitored smoke detectors. Smoke alarms going off, calls you, calls the fire department. Now, if you happen to have a smart thermostat from us as well, a lot of people don't know you can do this. Instead of that thermostat during a fire, right, the house is heating up and it's getting hotter and the thermostat says, whoa, it's getting pretty hot in here, uh, turns on the AC and just starts pumping that home with fresh, cool air during a fire. If you had a smart smoke detector that recognized that there was a problem, it shuts that AC system down, shuts off the fan, doesn't pump fresh air in there. And that's one of the small benefits of having something integrated. Now, that's much more of a life safety device. But when you go a little bit further down on the totem pole, you can have things such as when you open your door. Maybe you've got a long hallway or a laundry room door that you open up. The light will automatically turn on. So, yeah, when you have things integrated, it just becomes a lot more user-friendly than kind of the, the gadgety neatness of it when it's new. When you start making these devices talk to each other and work with each other, that's when things really kind of take off and uh, the smart home really becomes kind of what you thought it was instead of just running everything from 10 different apps on your phone. So, yeah, having one app integrating all these other devices is really the way to go. Now, I'm, I'm a self-confessed not tech geek but i've always been suspicious i I don't trust myself enough to order a security system over the internet install it myself and depend on bluetooth wi-fi to protect my home that just that seems like a big false sense of security to me am i am i all wet yeah no rosie you are you're correct so up until about 2005 kind of the 
dirty secret in the alarm industry was what happens if my phone line gets cut because every security system in America was operating through a traditional landline. And the answer was, if your landline is cut, you're out of business. You, you, whatever you're paying for for security no longer works. Well, then cellular came around and it really helped everything out. So now if the landline gets cut, now if the power goes out, doesn't matter. The security system is operating through cellular and there's a backup battery, so it doesn't matter. Where things have kind of come full circle in a bad way is these DIY products that you go out and you install. What they're all doing is they're back to operating through a landline. Now, it's not a telephone line now, but it's your Wi-Fi. So it's a really simple, easy install, no problem. But now we're susceptible to these lines on the outside of, side of our home. So if your power goes out, guess what? You lost your internet, you lost your Wi-Fi. Um, if any of these lines are cut on the outside of the home, you've lost your power, you've lost your Wi-Fi. It's just too many ways and it's too easy to defeat for anybody that can just hop on YouTube. So yeah, when they're back to these line dependent Wi-Fi services, it's, uh, it's quick and easy, but you know, security, shouldn't be as easy to defeat as those systems are. And I don't know about a lot of people, but, you know, when I'm looking at neighborhood postings and things and people are like, who do you use for your internet? My internet's always going down. I mean, I don't know anybody that says they have a rock solid internet 24 hours a day. And that's not really a way that your security system should work. Well, you know, as long as my internet's working, I think I have protection. When you have a cellular based system, internet goes out, landline goes out, even the power goes out, it is unaffected doesn't affect it at all. And uh, how, can, can I can I go the old-fashioned way and have it hardwired with the cellular backup? Yeah. I mean, do, sure. I, so do I, you, do I, for all the interrelated things, are they talking radio frequency or are they talking through low-voltage wiring? Both. So if you want to do a hardwired security system, and we, we really like, so when it comes to security that we're talking about now, this is the sensors on your doors, your windows, your whatever. Really the only way to do a hardwired security system realistically is when the house is being built or when you're doing a big reno. And if you want to upgrade your security system. So the listeners out there that have an older hardwired security system are thinking, oh boy, this thing's outdated. Not at all. A hardwired security system is just fine. And that's a little bit of a misnomer in the industry when we're talking hardwired and wireless. You can have wireless sensors on your doors and windows. You can have them hardwired. Uh, you can have a combination of both. Now, when the alarm goes off, the way that it is sending its signals to the police and the way that it's notifying you is cellular. So we're always sending those messages wirelessly to the monitoring station and the police. They're not going through the internet. They're not going through your telephone line. But when we're talking about the sensors on the doors and windows, Rosie, there's not really a big advantage one way or the other, other than if the home is already built, to then go in and try and hardwire everything can be very yeah. tricky and very expensive. Whereas going with a wireless product at that point very, very inexpensive and very reliable. And you just have to change the batteries like you do your smoke alarm now. 
Yeah, they're they're guaranteed for about ten years, so wow. you're probably upgrading your security system before you're changing out those batteries. If you think about it, the sensor isn't constantly sending a signal back to the main control board. It's just sending a quick little blip of a message every time the door opens and closes. So the battery usage, you know, is is next to nothing. So they they last a very very long time. We 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 change very very few batteries just because they last so long. Well, Jared, we certainly appreciate you letting us barge in on your Saturday uh, work day yeah. or family day and, and giving us an update on security systems. Uh, that's Jared Wright of Techno Security. He is the home security specialist certified at Rosie Wright. Uh, Jared, if somebody wanted a, a, a deeper education of, of what y'all can do for him in the way of home security, how would someone get a hold of you? Two ways. Give us a call at 877-TECHNA-USA. That's 877-835-6287. Or go to our website, www.technasystems.com. That's T-E-K-N-A, systems.com. And Rosie, any caller that calls in and says that they uh, heard us on the radio, that smart smoke detector that we were talking about, we're going to be including that in a in a security package for the homeowner at no additional cost whatsoever. So about $150 value for that smoke detector. Anybody says that they heard us on Rosie, we're going to include that for them. Jared, thanks a bunch. Again, it's one way right. we continue thanks, to try guys. and be every Arizona homeowner's best friend is being, bring you experts that we have vetted, that we trust. Uh, and again, they throw in a bone, a little bonus that you can only get by being right here at Rosie on the house. Now he brought up programmable thermostats. Gary, you're kind of a techno guy. Do you do you have programmable at your house? I have one that um, has one feature where I, I said that last night. No wonder the house was so cold. I have it set for my summer. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm on SRP's uh, time of use plan. Okay. But I didn't adjust it for winter. Seasonally. Okay. Yeah. So it got down about 65 last night, even though I set it for 74. Well, you know, the system went idle. There you go. The, <laughs> Some uh, learning. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I of all the Rosie certified air conditioning contractors across the state, if you poll them, about half of them are fans of programmable thermostats, and about half of them aren't. And, and they say, Rosie, it depends on the home and the family. Uh, uh, I know three of our air conditioning certified partners that say, I will only put a programmable thermostat in a house of a family if the homeowner agrees to put it behind a locked cover because everybody comes home at different times of the day and night and wants instant comfort regardless of whether they're on time of day use or regardless Mm -hmm. how the thing has been programmed by an expert. Um, and they want to they want to adjust at that moment. So then, when you come in for a service twice a year, air conditioning and heating, the therm the computer is you've got to spend hours unscrambling all the codes that have been fed into this thing. We were recently just this week. Jennifer got a phone call, said we installed our own programmable thermostat, went away on vacation, and found out the air conditioner had run twenty four hours a day for three and a half weeks. But they were upset that it. Cost money to have somebody come out and look. At it. <laughs> so, it's like, well, what's important to you? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, programmable thermostats. I believe in them, uh, but I do see the point uh, that when when we first installed ours, a lot of the kids were still home, and they just knew the thermostat 
is no man's land. You do not touch that thermostat uh, at the penalty of, of well, you will, you don't want to know. Didn't somebody <laughs> say we should, you should put a lock on it? Well, that yeah. yeah. I mean, several of our contractors say you know they don't they won't put them in a family's home unless the the man of the house, the woman of the house, the pair of the say uh, agree to a lock. Well, what happens if the wife cheats the thermostat because she's freezing? Well, then that's that, that's part of the problem of programmable <laughs> thermostats. Me? <laughs> so, well, you're pretty good about it. You you've you've built in to tolerate our our settings pretty well. But if you are super cooling, it's the best thing you've ever had. And oh, that, it is. That, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I have mine programmed. Again, I gotta go change it to winter, not summer. But I have it programmed once I super cool three to six. It ain't running during the peak of summer. Well, yeah, yeah. We used to know people who do it themselves, get up three, you know, three o'clock, set the timer, go do it, go back. It's like having a second set of hands when you have that programmed. Absolutely. So in Rosie's feeling about smart house technology is I'm not a fan of multiple applications, multiple brand names of equipment located doing different functions throughout your house. Um, If in the case of a significant remodel, I would recommend installing a central brain, like Jared was talking about, where the smoke detectors talk to the thermostat. The thermostats can talk to the light. But it can be handy when Jennifer and I are in Baton Rouge or New Orleans in the middle of a game, and our daughter-in-law calls, and she's going by the house and wants to drop off Christmas presents. She's hiding from someone. It would be great for us to actually be able to open the front door. And you can do that from wherever you are, from your cell phone. With one app, not seven. That's Rosie style. On this beautiful Arizona Saturday morning, let's get out to Rob at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Calling from Tim P. Good morning. Welcome to the program, sir. Hey, is this Rosie? Yes, sir. He's here. Yeah. Hey, uh, good morning. Yeah, so we have a, um, a house in Tempe. It was built in the 50s, and about a month ago, we awoke around 4 in the morning to kind of a rhythmic shuddering noise coming from – it sounded like we were living under a train track, and it's uh, we assumed it had something to do with the plumbing, so we um, at, the, at the time, we decided to replace our old water heater and uh, which we did and then um everything was fine and dandy and then yesterday morning at about the same time we awoke to the same kind of rhythmic shuddering noise coming from the pipes and the ceiling it's kind of a big mystery to us about what what's causing this or how to fix it well let me ask you this do you happen to have an automatic sprinkler system that goes on about 4 30 every morning well, uh, we we do, and I checked the times, and there it's just a, it's a little bit later than that. It's maybe about an hour later. Than okay. That. Well, here's what I'm guessing, uh, and sprinkler valves can cause this problem, but any plumbing fixture can as well. My guess is yeah. what you're hearing is is what we call an air hammer. Um, uh, okay. It, it's it's a battering noise of the pipes racking through the attic, pa 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 pa, like that. Yeah, it's very rhythmic. It sounds yep. like almost like when I've heard a freight train go by. Just yep. like that. Robert, what I want you to do, uh, and I, I understand the home is, is an older home, and that's fine. What I want you to do is I want you to run to Ace Hardware, 
uh, True Value Hardware, and I want you to pick up a pressure gauge, uh, a plumbing pressure gauge. It's going to cost you about eight or nine dollars. And you'll go to the front of the house or wherever the water enters your house. There's a water manifold there, and there'll be a hose bib there. Make sure all the water in the house is turned off. Screw that pressure meter on there. Turn the, ho- the hose bib on and see what pressure you're registering. You ought to be registering a perfect pressure would be between 65 and 70 pounds, okay? Uh, if for some reason you're registering higher than that, a pressure reduction valve mounted right there will solve it. If we can find out what plumbing, the plumbing system won't do this without something turning on or off. If we can find out what's getting turned on or off, we can also go uh, online or to one of the plumbing wholesale supply houses, uh, Central Arizona Supply, and and get a Sioux Chief, that's the Indian tribe, Sioux, S-I-O-U-X, Sioux Chief Air Hammer Arrester. They only cost about $15. They're very easy to install. If you can find the appliance that's triggering that noise, that air hammer arrester will solve the problem. You know, Rosie had mentioned sprinklers. If you've got a water treatment equipment in the home, a softener or an RO system, that can be uh, a lot of times those are set to recharge at night so that you uh, don't ever have, uh, you know, untreated water during the day uh a lot of times a toilet leak can cause that uh and you're like well uh, when we flush it it doesn't do that well when you flush it it fills up very fast if it's a slow leak and it's it's only replacing a little bit of water into the bowl instead of a full you know 1.6 gallon that happens very quickly and it's closing slow that can create uh those things the, the, the these problems can be very tricky to hunt down but um, it, it is something to do with a water-using appliance in your home. Find it, get an ha- air hammer arrestor installed, because that's very, very hard on a plumbing system. Partic- Did he say the home was built in the 50s? 60s. 60s. The 50s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 maybe you've replumbed, and maybe it's all new plumbing. But it, it's hard on the supply water system to experience that. So track it down. That- and if you can't find what's doing it, uh, a pressure regulator right at the water manifold in front of the house will probably take care of it. Just keep the pressure down below. I, I would say I would I would set it right at 60 pounds. Yeah, and, and some kitchen appliances like the refrigerators void a warranty, I think, below 55 or yeah. if anything above 55. So some, depending on, you know, what value putting up appliance warranty, check those, but... I, I usually don't. <laughs> Coming back in just a few minutes for another hour of Rose on the House, answering any question you have about your house, home, castle, or cabin, right here at my house, one 767 at the top of the hour break is a perfect time to call. And let us get your name and your question, and we'll jump right on it at the start of the next hour. <laughs> 